This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Tyler, what do you got? I'm actually tossing it to producer Laura. Oh, Laura, what do you got? All right, guys. Uh, I need to be a little bit more clear when I speak to you guys. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Sorry. I didn't hear that. It's all good. That's on me. That's on me. I'll take the L for that. Okay, so we're talking about um, Hispanic Heritage Month, which started today. So shout out to all the Latinos. And uh, I actually been reading a story about a Peruvian woman who has a gym here in downtown LA called Hardware Heart Hardcore, God, I can't speak today. Hardcore gym, uh, and she has a very famous mural of Kobe and Gigi with the angel wings, but her landlord is asking for her to please remove it by September 30th. So she's asking pretty much the community saying, hey, I don't know what to do because I want to stand my ground. I don't want to remove it, but the landlord is saying, hey, I want to advertise on that space. So unfortunately, by September 30th, it's coming down. So she's asking the community to see what she can do because she wants to keep this mirror up. So if you guys have any suggestions, please let us know. You guys can at me at unique, U-N-W-E-Q underscore, because she doesn't want to take it down. She says it means a lot to her, to the city of L.A., and she's not budging. So she just wants help. So I don't know if you guys know anybody. Yeah, that's a tough spot when you're going up against the city. You know what I mean? Like, What's a landlord, not city? Oh, it's a landlord because they want to advertise right, that right, space. Right, right, right. But I thought you had mentioned something at the end about the city, though. Well, she's trying to get help. Oh, so. she's trying to petition the city. Yes. Okay, yes. got it. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to keep it. I thought the city was also involved. Like not to what I landlord. read. No, not to what. Oh. From what I read. Um, still, still tough though. Like you know, to get the city to mobilize that quickly isn't easy. Um, and ultimately, it's his building. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be a tough spot. You know. It's um, just it's such an unfair position that this guy finds himself, guy, girl, whoever is the landlord. Mm-hmm. I, no, I don't oh, mean the, the, landlord, the gym I mean. owner. I mean, the, whoever owns a building. It's like you understand that a Kobe Gigi memorial mural is something that people like and they want. And you're like, okay, well, that's great. But you know what? This is an asset and I need to try and monetize every every kind of inch of this asset. And if you're telling me that I could get $5,000 a month, that's $60,000 a year for advertising on the side of the building versus I can't make that $60,000 a year. Well, people are going to be like, well, I don't have any sympathy for you. Hey, man, people are trying to make a living, you know, and when you own an asset like that, you're trying to monetize every bit of it. I don't know. Can, can it be sponsored? Can it? Hey, this month it's being sponsored by so-and-so. I hate that to be might so be a, cheesy that's about a great it. Idea. That actually is not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah. I hate to be so cheesy about it, you know what I mean? No, but that's fine. I think a... that actually could work. Like, if, 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 yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of people who would love to sponsor a Kobe mural. 
Cappy, that's great. I didn't and think about that. And then the artist can add, can just create a space for the advertising, and she can do it herself as well. She can get whatever the, the art is that's needed for the sponsor for a given amount of time and then put it in near, you know, like in the same space as the mural, maybe in a corner somewhere or something. I don't know. Hey, I'm sure hey, there's a way to make it work. Hey, and listen, I'll give, the, I'll give the landlord a little piece of free advice here. You know, if you, um, instead of kind of, trying to sell advertising, you need to work with organizations that want to, uh, I'm going to put this in quotes, brag that they're part of keeping something that's deeply L.A., they're keeping it intact. So, you know, a lot of these big companies have, like, community relations budgets, not advertising budgets. And if you go after the community relations dollars rather than the ad dollars, you might find the money you're looking for to satisfy you. Uh, you know what, George? I need to get a commission. I may have to go sell for this person, I think. I, I may have to go make a couple of deals. Cappy, I was very impressed. Let me tell you something right now. Jacob and Ronnie, that's going to be my guy. Put Jacob all over it. He loves Kobe and loves the Lakers and loves Gigi and loves L.A. Yeah, why not? And uh, Shana Tova. Call Jacob. Let's Jacob. not put him on the spot, though. I mean, Yeah, I was going to say, guys. Well, I'm coming up with concepts. I'm coming up with ideas. Of, he's got a lot of billboards around yeah. the city already. I'll put I mean, Tequila Mandala all oh over it. Oh, my God. I'll put Coors Light all over that thing. I'll put the East Central on there. I'll put prize picks on there if I have to. I'd like to keep it. Okay. I got to make money. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy. Hmm. Games that you think are the most interesting. Here, uh, let me let me tell you where I'm at right now. Okay, tell me. Cowboys Jets. Mm-hmm. Love okay? that game. Which will be one of the games that we're going to pick. And it's really because your boy Zachy. I'm mm-hmm. so interested in seeing your boy Zachy and what he's made of. Please tell me you're you... rooting against this kid, please. I mean, I don't know if I'm openly rooting against him, but I'm just like I don't believe in him. I know, but but remember how I, ha- I made this whole case earlier in the week that, you know, look, the Jets, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, George, what was the first thing people started to talk about? What veteran quarterback could the Jets trade for and they could plug him right in and he's ready to go? I saw a poll, would you rather have Tom Brady on four days of preparation or Zach Wilson on four days of preparation? What would you do? I mean, Wilson's going to know the offense better. See, here's the thing. If I'm Robert Sala, here's how I'm selling this in this locker room. Hey, guys, guys, listen. This quarterback right here, Zach Wilson, he's the number two overall pick. Okay? We thought that much of him. We stuck him right into the fire. Hey, Zach, by your admission and by our admission, things didn't go well your first two years. But, hey, are you more prepared to play today than you were two years ago? Did you not just get a whole lot of this Aaron Rodgers relationship? Can you do more things with your physical, uh, with, with your body, with your feet, with your speed than he can do? Yeah, man. Hey, we're, we're a team. You know, somebody went down, somebody got to step up. It's your time. We didn't expect it to be this year or next year. It was supposed to be the following year. Your time has come, brother. And he does know the offense. And he is probably the most prepared guy to play. So I'm wondering if you're rooting against Zach Wilson because I'm making the case that I'm sticking with Zach Wilson, and I'm going to have a little bit of confidence in this kid. I, uh, I, I Listen, I am curious to see against that Dallas defense that just obliterated the Giants and what Zachy boy looks like in that scenario. And by the way, a fully healthy Aaron Rodgers, it was no cakewalk against Dallas. Correct. 
So I'm okay. I'm with you on that. I'm very interested in the Jets Cowboys game, and that's the late afternoon game on CBS. Yeah. So that's with your good. boy Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Yeah, we'll all get to see that. And my girl Tracy Wolfson. Don't forget about her. Yeah, your girl Tracy Wolfson. Where's she on your uh, sideline rankings? Um, she is kind of like in one of those familia sort of categories where I don't put her in because I'm like just a little too close to the situation. Ah, I see. I see. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. I know what you're saying. Give me another one. Give me another game. Raiders Bills. I'm fascinated by Raiders Bills. Tell me more. And I'm fascinated because I want to see if the Raiders are for real. Now, I also think the Bills losing in the most embarrassing fashion possible to Zachy and the Jets uh, puts them in a position where you would think that they would blow the doors off the Raiders, hence why they're an eight-point favorite. Mm -hmm. But we're going to find out. Much like we're going to find out if the Rams are for real against the Niners. Now, I think the Niners are the best team in football. The Bills, for three or four years, have supposed to have been Super Bowl-type like favorites and contenders, right? So they can't start 0-2. They can't lose at their home opener to the Raiders right. coming from the west to the east. So I'm just going to assume that the Bills should walk in this one. But if the Raiders somehow find a way to either stay – if they stay competitive, I would be impressed. But if they somehow win this game – then I may have to reassess my entire position on the Raiders at this point. One thing to keep in mind with the Raiders as well is that Jimmy G's favorite target from week one, uh, Jacoby Myers, has not cleared concussion, concussion. Protocol, yeah. Pro- yeah. protocol, so he will not most likely not be playing. Although Hunter Renfro really didn't have any statistical contribution in the game for the Raiders, so it's not like they don't have other competent dudes. But, George, I'll tell you this. If I'm, if I'm a Raider fan, and I'm thinking about how can the Raiders go on the road and beat the Bills in Buffalo, two things come to mind. One, hey, I'm damn glad it's early September. You know, I'm glad I'm not having to deal with the snow and the wind and the cold. If you're going to catch the Bills at home, this is a good time to catch them, I would think. Mm -hmm. The second part of it is this. You know what the Raiders need to win this game? What? They need a defensive score. And the thing is, is that Josh Allen, two years ago, was thought of by many to be the second-best quarterback in the NFL right. behind Patrick Mahomes. But now he throws a bleep ton of picks. He, He's thrown guy, 80 picks, I think, or something like that in his career or something like that. He, and that's like the most of anyone in the time that he's played. For a, for a big guy who can move, uh, his reputation is changing to turnover machine. And he's gotten the money. And not that he's got like the, the Burrow money or, or you know, uh, Herbert, I mean, he's not part of this, like, current crop of contracts. But, you know, for the first couple of years, people were like, oh, my God, who is this kid? Wyoming, never heard of him, never saw him play college ball. Wow, look at this guy. And now See, I actually, because I had heard he could be a first-round guy, I started watching a couple of those games late at night. You're and, saying that ge- the general I, public. No, no, I, I, know, I know what you're saying, the general public. I get what you're saying. I'm telling you what my observations were when yeah. I watched him play. What were those? What were and those? I thought – He's way too wild. He's way too inaccurate. I don't think he's going to succeed, which, of course, he then bursts onto the scene in a way that I don't think most people expected to, but now has kind of regressed to the mean a little bit. Well, here. that's what I'm getting and, at. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying is that, is that for, for people who didn't really know how he got to where he was, now all of a sudden you're, you got the other side of it coming at you like, well, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he wasn't really all that good. Maybe he did just have like a year or two. So if I'm the Raiders, I need a defensive score in this game. All right, I like both of those games, George. I'm into both of them. I'll be watching yeah. both. You got anything else or are you good? I'm good. I like, I'll, I'll tell you a couple games I really like, though, this weekend. Um, the first one, this is going to sound really weird, 
but I'm interested in Kansas City and Jacksonville. I haven't been interested in a Jacksonville Jaguars game. Oh, they're good, dude. In a long time. They're but so good. You go back to last year and the way they came back against the Chargers, and then you know they start off the season in a game like that was kind of one of those games Jacksonville versus Indy that I got zero of. But the Chiefs, we saw the Chiefs lose on opening night against Detroit, and we haven't seen the Chiefs since. So they've kind of had that Thursday. They missed the first Sunday, and here they are. Chiefs got to recover. Now they're on the road, and Jacksonville is a vastly improved, much better coached team, and they've got a superstar young up-and-coming quarterback. Could the Kansas City Chiefs start off 0-2? If the Kansas City Chiefs start off 0-2, it is possible is what I would say. But I would still say that I'd give them a chance to win the whole thing, as long as they get healthy at the right time. Well, Travis Kelsey's supposed to play this week, and Chris Jones, the defensive tackle, who they got back this year on a one-year contract, he's expected to play this week, according to all the reports. Mm -hmm. So for Mike Tirico, who was on NBC saying, yeah, okay, Detroit won, but there was no Kelsey and there was no Jones to put an asterisk next to that win, so, so, like, disrespectful to what the Detroit Lions had just accomplished. Well, their two best players are coming back. Their two best players other than the Mahomes are coming back. Man, Jacksonville, they played him in the AFC uh, playoffs last year. Was it the AFC championship game? I think it was because that's where Mahomes hurt his ankle again. That sound right? No, no, it was the divisional round. No, divisional round. Yeah, Yeah, nonetheless. So it was a, a playoff matchup from last year. I'm curious about the game. Here's another one. Browns and Steelers. Your boy. Dude, Steelers get steamrolled at home by San Francisco, yeah. and the Browns annihilate the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. And, yeah, my boy, the offensive coordinator of the Browns, AVP. So, you know, Deshaun Watson wasn't exactly like superstar status. Good enough to win. Going to have to keep improving. Browns-Steelers, Monday night, game I'm really into. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, I get it. That's, that's personal, a homer pick. That's mostly homer personal pick. reasons, I feel like. Yeah, it's a homer pick. But Homer I do like the Chiefs Jaguars. I I am I am also keen on that particular contest. But keen on the contest, uh, and that one you? is a that one's an early game because that's in Jacksonville. Yeah, actually, I'm psyched about the early window on Sunday because the Chargers play my Titans on Sunday. Oh, in, your Titans. That's right in the 10 a.m. window. Yeah. By the well, way, you know this Monday on Monday we'll have a double Monday game. Yeah, you got the Saints Panthers early. Yeah. And the Saints-Panthers, that game's on ESPN, and then then the uh, Brown-Steelers is on ABC, right? Correct, and that yeah. one starts an hour later. Wow, two games on my – why is that? Anybody know? Yeah, there's going to – the league wants more of that, and ESPN also wants more of that. Wow, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, yeah. the Saints-Panthers I, – I, except I got to check out Derek Carr. Oh, uh, your boy Derek oh, Carr. Oh, man, can't believe it, man. We're 1-0, man. I'm telling you, look out for them Saints, man. Them Saints are looking pretty good. Right. He actually had a uh, an interesting – there was, like, a video. The NFL put out a video, an NFL Films video of him, like, telling the uh, receiver, you know, where they clinched the game, basically, like a big throw down the field. And he was like, yo, man, just go. Just go. Just just run a go. Just go. And then uh, he threw it down the field. He said, I told you to just go. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch a little of that. I'll watch an hour of the Saints-Panthers in advance of the Browns-Steelers on Monday night. All right, Cappy, coming up next, Sean McVay talking about Deion Sanders. We'll tell you what he said next, and let's get into Colorado and what's going on. Man, people are all in on Colorado. And Deion had some choice words for the coach of Colorado State. I know you guys talked about that yesterday.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I will say I like everybody's concept on uh, in the circle of trust that perhaps Sided should go sponsor that uh, mural, that Kobe mural. Oh, yeah, hey. that's a great idea. That's there you idea. go, Cappy Cappy. I should talk to the guy who owns the building or the girl who owns the building, yeah. the person and, who owns the building. And she should draw little Cappy. Like, you- draw a little cappy, like, with sided. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We'll have a little cappy puppet with a sided T-shirt and a sided hat. Yeah. Do what little cappy says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jump in. Get involved. Correcto. I ain't mm. mad at that. I ain't mad at it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't mad. Uh, cappy, so Sean McVay was asked about Coach Prime. This is today? Yeah. Hmm. Or yesterday, I guess. I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, you know, I'm curious when they're asking him about it. I mean, it was probably yesterday. All right. I'm assuming. And uh, he was like, yo, man, I love Coach Prime. He's like, I love Dion. You know, his his grandfather, remember, was the GM of the Niners. He signed Dion. Remember that one year oh. that Dion played for the Niners? They won the oh, Super Bowl? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. That was, uh, I think it was John McVay was his grandfather? John McVay, yes. Oh, I didn't know was, that he was the GM at that time. I had, he no, was I didn't the that. general manager. So he I said know. he's known Dion since he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And he's always been a huge Dion fan. Like He thinks that Dion would be great, uh, and he thinks he could be an NFL coach. Um, of course he could be, be an NFL coach. He'd be an NFL but coach But Dion tomorrow. says he doesn't want to be an NFL coach. Yeah, I, I could see that. He says he doesn't want to deal with dudes who make all that money and don't want to play. Yeah, I, I could see where Dion would rather coach the level of guys that are trying to get there rather than the guys that have already gotten there because we coming. You know, once we come and we come in, and then all of a sudden we ain't coming no more. We here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I love Dion. I love Coach Prime. But I got to say, um, and actually I'd love to hear, did, did we have what McVay had to say about Prime? We No, it's just a quote. Oh, wh- what is it? What do you say? That's it? You I just him? told you. Oh, that was the quote? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were paraphrasing. So, are you following this whole story this week? I know you were busy. Yeah, with this I game saw last that night. Jay Norvell, yeah, the the head coach of Colorado State, um, this Dion, like the whole sunglasses thing. I take my sunglasses I off mean, when I'm talking to grownups or whatever. And I was like, and he was like praising him right before that, and just kind of like a quick flip of the switch there. And I was like, I didn't get it. Like, first of all, you're not even the most famous Norvell in college football right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, let's I know, start but, with that part but, of the equation. But, you know, you say, what are you doing? Let, let me tell you that I think I know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually kind of surprises me how everybody jumped this guy. Like, and, and it was all because of a 10-second soundbite. Like, we went in yesterday, George. We found the full soundbite, which was like a minute and a half. Right. I was going to say, he started praising him, and then he ended up going he, a different actually, direction. You know, he actually started with, I don't want to talk about him because, he, you know, he's jealous, this Coach Norville, Norvell. 
Norvell. He, yeah. He's jealous because how is it that Colorado State has been invisible for all these years and Colorado has been trash for all these years and in two games the entire world has fallen in love, in love with Colorado football? And we talked about it earlier. Stephen A's there this morning. Shannon's there. Pat McAfee's there. The Rock is in the house. Dion is walking through the, the locker room like he's Oprah. Sunglasses for you and sunglasses for you. And, and you know, the whole world has fallen in love with Prime, myself included. Mm-hmm. But you're at Colorado State, and you're not likely going to win this game. And so kind of like taking up for your team and your fan base and kind of nitpicking something because the people that were there for the live broadcast like, oh, yeah, coach. Oh, yeah, take them sunglasses off when you're talking to an adult coach. And it's dumb, but they're all so jealous of the way Prime is doing it. Yeah. And, um, and the thing is, is if I'm Colorado State, George, here's my cell in the locker room. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. So everybody thought we were going to lose. Then I said what I said about the sunglasses and the hat thing, and then it became personal for Coach Prime. Coach Prime sold his whole team on now it's personal. You insulted me for wearing sunglasses and a hat. You pretty much said I got no class because your mom taught you, but my mom didn't teach me. So guess what, guys? Now it's personal. And the whole team is there going, yeah, it's personal, Coach. It's personal. And if you're on the other side, the Colorado State side, George, here's what I'm telling my players. Hey, guys, um, so we're supposed to lose. And now um, Coach Prime is saying that his team is a 10 of 10. They're mad, and it's personal. So now not only are we going to lose, they're going to probably put up 100 points on us. And our job is to go there and get annihilated and humiliated on national TV. So everybody be ready. Or, Or this could be the greatest night of your life you could play the most inspired football of your life you could have a pick six you could have a punt return you could have a big sack you could score a touchdown and guys how about we shock the world because you know colorado state's just waiting to get annihilated man i mean there's not anybody in america that's like okay hey the guy grew up that way took off his hat took off his sunglasses that's what his mom taught him not one person in America has got this guy's back. Nobody. No. It's kind of like, dumb. Like, you, it was fine. You, like, how could you say that about Coach Prime? No, I but love just Coach why, Prime. Why are, you, why are you falling for it? Like, it just keep, just, you're, now because, you're going to put, I don't know, I don't get nobody's, it. I, because nobody's paying attention to them. George, do this. Go on to the ESPN.com. Go to the Colorado State uh, team page. The entire. So, no, I get what you're, I get your point. I get what you're this saying. This is their like, chance, man. Yeah. Nobody I, pays attention to these guys. This is their one chance. Mm-hmm. So you might as well talk it up. Might as well become part of the story. Might as well get your team and your fan base fired up. But man, we have all, and I say we, have all so fallen in love with Coach Prime and what he's doing that we're all like insulted on his behalf. Well, it just it's a silly thing to bring up, I think, personally. But. Well, I was telling a story yesterday. That uh, a couple years ago, I'll tell you the names. It doesn't really Cause, matter. Because let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. You know, like, you say, yes, it puts p- them on the map. Like, people are talking about them. Nobody would be talking about Colorado State, blah, 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 blah. But if you're the inferior team, do you really want that smoke? Like, well, I wouldn't think, want that smoke. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to lose. But they were going to lose anyway, right? 
But now they may lose worse. Like the like they may go and just put it on them, similar to what Shadour said about Matt Rule in Nebraska. Okay. Or when he was saying stuff about his dad. Okay. Or just keep in mind, Nebraska doesn't have nearly the roster Colorado does, and Colorado State doesn't have the roster that Colorado has. Colorado got 87 new guys, all from the transfer portal, and got a lot of top-level talent. So they don't have the roster to keep up with those guys. So I have to now take my beating, keep my mouth shut, and if I happen to say something that is taken wrong, then I get beaten down even worse. I should have just kept my mouth shut and lost 55 to nothing. Now I open my big mouth. Now I lost 81 to nothing. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, take your beating and shut up. Because that's what America wants. Because here's what America really wants. America wants Coach Prime to win this game. Then America wants Coach Prime to go to Oregon and win that game. And then America wants Coach Prime to host Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy winner, and USC. And guess what? America wants Colorado to win that game, too. I mean, not here in L.A., though, bro. I wonder what Lincoln Riley might say about Coach Prime that week. I bet you he doesn't say what this dude just said. I was telling the story. Let me tell you the story real quick. I was telling the story yesterday. A couple years ago, I'm in uh, Atlanta for a playoff football game. I walk into a restaurant. It's me, name drops, Ian Eagle, and Tony Baselli. Ian Eagle is wearing a baseball hat. And this lady comes up to him, uh, comes up to our table, and she says, excuse me, sir, can you please remove your hat? And he said, um, uh, do I have to? Because, like, my hair is a mess. And you know Ian. He's, like, the sweetest guy on the planet. So she's like, yeah, if you don't remove your hat, we can't serve you. So he removed his hat because he was in Atlanta, See if in New Jersey, hats in restaurant, no problem. Atlanta, big problem. Right. Take your hat off or we don't serve you. So maybe, maybe that guy grew up in a place where, hey, what I was taught was take your hat off. That's a sign of respect. Take your glasses off. Look that person in the eyes. That's, now, what he nitpicked at Dion, and of course America's all on Dion's side, so everybody jumped the dude. But man, oh man. I mean, if I'm this guy now, I'm selling to my team. Come on, guys. Nobody thinks we can beat these guys. Nobody thinks we can stay close with these guys. But we could shock the world. Even though they no, probably can't shock not, the world. They're not yeah, going to shock probably the world. Gonna get annihilated. I mean, it would take, like, a lot of mistakes by Colorado. Um, by the way, don't make mis- if you don't make mistakes, good things happen to you. Like Ray Valdivia. You see this in the circle of trust? Tell me. Tell me what happened. He did. He signed up for Underdog Fantasy with the promo code KSBN. KSPN. Mm-hmm. Went five for five. And oh, posted I did see it. That. I did told see us that. he got. Told us he got the cold hard cash. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ray. Good job, in the Ray. circle of trust. Nice work. So, but Cappy, here, here's what I would say. You you want my best guess as to what Colorado's season looks like? Uh, I would love to. Let me hear. So they are at the moment what three and zero, two and zero. Yeah, two and zero, two and zero. Okay. I think. Colorado clearly beats you know these dudes, right? They beat uh, they beat Colorado State, no problem. Okay, eighty-one but, to nothing. <laughs> not eighty-one to nothing. They beat, beat them. Time. It's personal. Then they got to go to Oregon, right? Win that game, uh, probably seventy-five to nothing. No. Austin Stadium, challenging place. I think that one's a loss. I think SC is a loss. Dude, you're going to get canceled, man. 
I'm just not no, canceled. you're going to get canceled. Will you shut up for a second? No, seriously. ESPN may not even put you back on another college football game if you dare pick against Coach Prime. Then they definitely beat Arizona State and Stanford. I think UCLA is a tough one at the Rose Bowl. I think Oregon State is not going to be easy. I agree with that. Arizona's a win. Washington State at, at Pullman is tough. At Utah, I could potentially see one, two, three, four. I could potentially see four losses for sure. That'd be incredible, though. If they went eight and four, <laughs> even if they went seven and five, it would still be an incredible turnaround no, considering how bad they've been the last few years. No way, man. No way. Undefeated, playoff, national championship, or bust. What's wrong with you? This is like Seriously. when we went to camp and you said the Rams are winning the Super Bowl. Well, I meant it that day. And then you didn't? Um, no, not anymore I don't. And then if they beat the 49ers, then I'll go back to Rams in the Super Bowl. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, Christopher. I wasn't a Captain Planet kind of guy. Oh, really? Not yeah, my I don't thing. really know it. I don't really know the show. I mean, I know it. I just wasn't my thing. I don't know it. It was like Saturday morning cartoons, right? What year? Oh, man, 90s. I was kind of outgrown from that stuff at that Yeah, you point. were definitely outgrown. Yeah. You were, you know, growing a mullet. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday to Kirk Kerkrosian um, from Tequila Mandala. And, and Kirk Cartosian. That too. <laughs> um, hey, happy birthday because I wish I could be there tonight, and I apologize for not being able to make it. But, you know, it's Rosh Hashanah, Shana Tovada, everybody who's celebrating tonight, the Jewish New Year. Yeah. I can't, you know, like if he was serving Manischewitz, that'd be one thing, but he's serving Tequila Mandala. You feel me? Yeah. Let me oh. tell you something about Kirk Cartosian. Or and, Kirk Cartosian. Uh, huh? Yeah, or Kirk Cartosian. <laughs> uh, when I met him and Craig and, uh, and Beto, and I know they were in the studio the other day, and they sent me a nice message and a picture from them being in the studio the other day. Um, I remember having this conversation with our guy, Jason Roberts, and I'll make this quick because I know we got to get to Radio Tinder, presented by Tequila Mandala. And I was just like, yo, I want to meet them, but we got to do, like, dinner. Like, and you know, like, because I want to, if I'm going to be the endorser of this product, I want to know the people. Like, and we had, not only did they, did we go to dinner, they set up like a private room for us. They did a pair, a food pairing with each tequila. Like, it was insane. Um, and I was like, okay, th- this product is not only fantastic, but the way, the, the way they went above and beyond to make me feel like I, you know, why, to make me understand why they love the product so then I can love the product, and then I tasted the product and realized, oh, my God, this is the best tequila I've ever had. That was step one. Then we spent the rest of the night just talking about life and each other and families and friends and, uh, you know, everything, really. 
and then I was sold. I was sold on the people. Like, I felt good about the tequila, but I was sold more on the people. So happy birthday, Kirk. Thank you for supporting this show, supporting me, and supporting this station. We appreciate you, man. Blessed birthday for you, brother. Heck yeah. I still have to try tequila mandala. I haven't tried it yet. What? Ben Shinato Va, wow. since you're celebrating Damn. tonight. Since you're celebrating Rosh Hashanah at the birthday party, you know? Yeah, Shinato Va. Happy New Year, happy birthday. Knock them both out. All right, so earlier, the Lakers extended Jared Vanderbilt to a four-year, $48 million extension. Now, keep in mind, he's the defensive-minded forward. And after they brought in, I'm now blanking on his name, who's not very good at defense, they've locked up Vanderbilt for four years. So... Uh, is this a good move for the Lakers as they look forward to the future, locking down Vanderbilt for four years, swipe left or swipe right? Do we have the numbers on the deal? Four years, $48 million. Uh, the actual breakdown I can grab for you. Give me one second. Right. And it starts, so does it, does the, let me see. I'll look up the when the when the money kicks. Look, $12 million for a guy who is a rotation player and is going to play 20 to 25 minutes um, and some nights way more than that is I, I think it's it's a good deal, especially at 24 years old, to lock up a guy like that, a guy who you feel like can be st- can still get better. Um, yeah, I, I just think that's a smart move. Like that, in today's NBA economy, that's a good deal. Now, granted, he was an incredible deal at $4.5 million last year uh, as a youngster on his first contract or whatever. But for his first contract, I think the Lakers have done a nice job with both him and Austin Reeves getting them at reasonable numbers. Yeah, I think it was a really good deal for the Lakers for this reason. I've kind of started thinking about all these NBA contracts in the sense of, is this contract movable? And so I think with Jared Vanderbilt, if you're – how old do you think he is, George? 24-ish? He's 24, yeah. Yeah, so when you're 24 years old and you've got a four-year contract and let's just say you get to 27 years old and you're an emerging guy – or by the way, let's just say you're still the same sort of player you are right now. Three years from now, $12 million is going to be a bargain. So the thing about this is you've got him locked up and you'll get the most you can out of him. But if you don't like him or, or if you can use him as a, as a trade asset, $12 million a year contract is like pennies. So I think it's such a great signing in that way. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good for them to lock him down. I think they need the defensive help. Uh, he's proven. He was a great acquisition. He played really great last season. So, yeah, definitely a, a good extension on my end as well. I agree. Laura, what you got? Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Hello. Hello. Are we still on? No, the no, air? no. Sorry, Hello? sorry, guys. I've okay. been, uh, did, you know, I'm know. doing other stuff, so I apologize. Yeah. I right. wasn't sure if he was throwing me to me on the third. Anyways, so I posted something on Twitter earlier today about a 23-year-old Mexican rapper. Not sure if you guys saw, but Mr. Dansur surgically implanted gold chains into his head to serve as his hair. So what? he is, I know, Cappy, go to my Twitter, at Unique, U-N-W-E-Q. So instead of, like, locks, he put in gold. Yeah, so no tiene cabello. Like, it's it's crazy. It looks wild. I thought it was okay. fake. Mm-hmm. So he's blinged out for sure. I know this is crazy, and I just wanted to bring it up because oh, people went. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Cap saw it. Uh, people went crazy when I posted this, and I wanted to know, would you be willing to gold out, quote-unquote, gold out a part of your body, any part of your body, swipe left or swipe right. Sedano, you go first. No, left. I'm done. Get out of here with that. <laughs> your teeth? See, that was me. I'm going to do you a know? grill. I'm going to do a grill. So you're going to go right? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go right. I'm swiping right. I'm going to do a grill, all gold. 
There you go. Dope. It could be simple. Now, this young fella right here, he's 23 years old. Is he a big star, Dan Soar? Because I've never Honestly, heard of the guy. I had never heard of homie. He went viral this week because of the hair. So wait, so these chains that are like now his dreads, those mm-hmm, things have mm-hmm. been sewn into his so head? It, it says that he w- their hooks, hanging hooks, from, have been implanted into his scalp. Ugh. Where do you find somebody to do that? You're like, yo, I'm looking for somebody that can do these uh, gold I'm implants. I'm assuming a surgeon. Yeah. Know, but, but, but I mean, you think the surgeon's ever done this before? No. I mean. According to this, he is the first rapper in human history, and I believe first human to do this. Damn, dog. That's crazy. Damn I wouldn't dancer. do it. Um, also, this all better be real, because if not, your head going to be all green. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you had to drop some money, and if I don't know who you are, how do you get all this money? That's a lot of gold. But It is a lot of gold. I'm glad you guys, well, Sedano did the right choice, because that's nasty. But go on, Tyler. Yeah, man, people are weird. All right, so Michael Sarah revived the Scott Pilgrim cast email chain after a uh, nine-year break. And then cast member Chris Evans responded with a, what the F are you doing? Then the chain was revived, and everyone started talking to each other as if the, there was never a break in between. So the question is, you've responded, or I guess fact or statement, you've responded to a message way after you've received it, either by accident or on purpose. So, Donald, I'm asking you, swipe left or swipe right. All right, say that one more time. What am I? What was accident or on purpose? I missed so, that. I dropped out. Okay, I'll read it. I'll just read it. Start. No, no, just tell me that what. So I, you have you ever responded to a message? Let's say you got a message like two or three days ago, and you just remembered. Oh man, I got that message that I do. I respond, respond to. Yeah, do you respond? Yes, I respond. But have you ever done it by accident? Have you ever like gone to a thread and saw something that that somebody sent to you a while ago? And then you were all of a sudden responding to it as if it had just been sent a moment ago. No, no. I just, I always say, hey, man, or, you know, whatever. Sorry, I didn't get back to you. Just been crazy or whatever. Like, I'm sorry. I, my apologies. And then I answer their whatever they were. Okay. Because his response was as if it was sent moments ago and it was nine no, years No, that's stupid. Prior. That's, that's <laughs> like, hey, come on, man. Nobody's buying that. Uh, I believe it. Wait. If you do that, you think the person on the other end is buying that? No, I'm saying th- I'm saying this is what Michael Sarah did. He went to a chain that was dead. It was a dead chain, like nine year old chain that was just dead. And he went to the last message that was sent and right. he responded to it as if he had just gotten it. And then Chris Evans was like, Yo, dude, this chain is dead. It's been dead for nine years. What are you doing? And then everybody just started kicking back up and talking to each other again as if the chain never died. Okay. But so you're asking me if I've had a dead group chat and I just respond like you revived it. Pretty much you revived it out of nowhere um, by I mean, not nine-year-old group chats, but yeah, sometimes they go a few weeks, maybe months without talking, and then, you know, it pops up again. So you've done it before. Um, I've, I haven't answered a question. I've just inserted a piece of the con- a new piece of conversation, perhaps. What about you, Cappy? I'm boycotting this entire question. <laughs> Okay. It is kind of a crazy question. I don't like the tone of the question. I don't like the, I don't like the, the questions after the question. I'm boycotting the entire question, Tyler. Aw. I respect that. Can I actually give you guys a little update? Because I was like, I want to know who this Dan Sur guy is. So he has 7 million people following him on TikTok. 1.8 million on Facebook. I don't know who's on Facebook still, but whatever. I am. And almost a million people on YouTube. So apparently he is known, just not to us. Yeah. I guess okay. he's known on Facebook. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Since you boycotted, you know, Tyler's question, I just 
wanted to interject. I just got so confused with Tyler's question. And George was confused, and it was I think confusing it was, me more. I think it was just meant to ask if you guys have ever revived a nine-year-old or a very lengthy. Right, that might have been you know. an easier way to say it. That's just than, it. I mean, you could have told the Sarah story, Tyler. I mean, we just give you some feedback here on live. Yeah, on this here. is great. Thank you. Um, he I mean, did you a Sedano t- sigh so off mic. Co- <laughs> coach me. Let's get it. You tell the Sarah story, and then you just and then the question is, hey, have you ever revived the group chat? Have you ever done this dead? before? Yeah, come on now. I mean, have you ever done this before? No, but that implies that I'm responding the way Sarah did, which is like answering a question that's nine years old. I wouldn't do that. Perhaps if I if a group chat is, needs to be revived, it's because there is a specific piece of content or something that I think is funny that I am sending towards the chat, but it's not answering a question from nine years ago. Tyler, I just marked my calendar for September 15th, 2032, yeah. and I'm going to text you on that day. No. And I don't know where you're going to be in life. I don't know where I'm going to be in life. But nine years from now, pal, I'm going to text you and just pick I it up. I actually cannot wait for that. Nine, it's on my calendar right now. Don't September let me down, 15th, Cappy. September 15th, 2032. I'm texting you, brother. Can't wait. In fact, I'm texting wait. Laura and Sedano, too, in part of our group text. There, there you go. go. There it is, Cappy. Glad you sent a reminder for that. All right, that is Radio Tinder brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. I'm busy on September 15, 2032. I've already got plans, so. <laughs> Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila found by a couple of guys uh, just like you. One from Alisco, Mexico. The other one born and raised down in Downey. And, of course, check it out for yourself on their website, tequilamandala.com. Available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Happy birthday, Kirk Cartosian. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy. Tell me. Your boy is on the mound today, okay? Bobby Miller. You think he's the best candidate on this team. I'm going to tell you if that's the case. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Dodgers could be in deep, deep trouble, and I'll tell you exactly why next. I like cheese toast. You like cheese toast, Cappy? Also known as Texas toast in some parts of the country? Really? I thought Texas toast was like this big French toast with butter all over it, this big, thick French toast. What do you think cheese toast is? I thought it was toast with cheese on it. Mm. I mean, Texas toast also has cheese on it. And garlic. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that the Texas toast had the cheese. I thought the Texas toast was just all buttered out. Nonetheless, in the right environment, George... Can be very, very happy with some uh, with some buttered toast. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I'll rock it out, a baby bubba. I bread is like one of those things that I don't eat a lot of anymore. But man, every once in a while, you give me a good piece of bread. 
I'll chow down on that thing. Dude, I had a piece of bread yesterday on a sandwich that I, like it made me Jones all day so that I could go get another sandwich today, different place, different sandwich. Mm-hmm. But it was I, I realized, God, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Oh, it's because I wanted the bread because there was so much other stuff on the sandwich. It was turkey and bacon and some kind of like like uh, mozzarella, dude, pesto. I mean, it was bomb sandwich. Yeah. Pesto is, I got to be in the mood for pesto. Oh, I love pesto. Freaking love pesto. Yeah, nah, I got to be in the mood. Yeah, I like it. Like all the time? Dude, I'm telling you, I I will go to the store and buy pesto and like pulled chicken and then just heat pesto up in like a frying pan, just heat it up and then throw the chicken in and just have pesto chicken. Ah, delish. Mm. I love pesto. What is pesto? Um, I feel like it's a mixture of like herbs, right? And um, spices. It's like uh, you know, like Kentucky Fried Chicken, herbs and spices. <laughs> By the way, that. Dion and Shador Sanders in these Kentucky dirt or these Kentucky uh, Fried Chicken commercials, amazing, amazing. Pesto is mm-hmm. a paste ba- that oh, traditionally yeah. consists of crushed garlic, European pine nuts, coarse salt, basil leaves, and hard cheese, such as Parmesan or Pecorino Sardo. Never heard of that. All blended with olive oil. Delish. So it yeah, is pe- a blend. Pecorino is, uh, is very much like, it. Look, it's, it's kind of like, uh, like Parmesan. They're very similar. They're like in the same family. You know, like a big old wheel of it? Yeah. Well, you can get a big wheel of a lot of different kinds of cheeses, not just that. Hey, I'd like to have some pecorino. Uh, Ramona just texts, even though she didn't answer my FaceTime during crosstalk. What's her story? Pesto is olive oil, herbs, and Parmesan. Way to go. Way to go, Momo. Momo, how are them workouts going? I see them on Instagram. Yeah? I, I haven't seen any of those workouts on Instagram. She posted a while back. I don't, Well, um, that was then. Oh, you're saying you want an update? Yeah, like how we doing? Okay. Oh, I mean, hold on. Three dots in a bubble. Okay, she's coming back at us, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got I got to be honest. I, I have kind of dropped the ball on my F45 thing. Yeah. I was into it for a couple of weeks. Right. Oh, dots are down. Oh, really? She's done with us, huh? Maybe she's Maybe. working out. Oh, dots are back up. There it is. I was in the pool with the boys during FaceTime. Ah, I see. <laughs> That's funny. Um... So, Cappy, with Walker Bueller being done for the year, uh, as we know, mm-hmm. uh, Julio Arias will never pitch for the Dodgers again. Clayton Kershaw compromised. Bobby Miller, game one. Playoffs? 100%. Playoffs? 100%. Um, I, you know, look, that idea probably would have sounded insane a while back. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think it's off the table. How about that? Well, look, let's just go go through some of these numbers. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, by the way, year. Ramona says to call her. She's driving now. So if you want to call her there, uh, Tyler, call Want her while it. we talk Dodgers for a second. Clayton Kershaw has 21 starts so far this year. Julio Urias himself had 21 starts. That's where it comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Tony Gonsolin had 20 starts. Yeah, not, so th- not very many of them were that good, though. No, so think about what I'm saying to you guys. Mm-hmm. Kershaw... Urias and Gonsolin, mm-hmm. between the three of them, had 62 starts. Mm-hmm. You may get zero. Well, you'll definitely get zero out of Urias. You'll definitely get zero out of Gonsolin. What you get out of Kershaw may just be all heart and no arm. Mm-hmm. So 
the thing I'm saying is, mm-hmm. is that Bobby Miller is the fourth pitcher on the Dodgers staff. Mm-hmm. He has 18 starts so far this year. So yeah. if you have no Kershaw and you yeah. have no Urias and you have no Gonsolin, yeah. your number one guy becomes Bobby Miller, not because he's your ace, because he's still breathing. All right, let's ask Momo. I mean, we can talk to Momo about a lot of things, obviously, but I, since we're talking about this, Momo, Bobby Miller, game one of the playoffs? Uh, you know what? I'm into it because I don't think he has to throw all that much, and there's almost no pressure on him, right, like what he expects. But I'll tell you what. My senior year college, guys, we had one ace, and her name was – she was a girl named Dana Sorensen, and she was our ace, and we, we just would pitch her every single game, and then you get to the World Series, and you can't. Like, you just – there's too many games, and there's not enough time in between. And so we would just do bullpen games. Like, we would have everybody go one time through the lineup. And it was great. We won those games. Like, we were fine in the playoffs when you do the bullpen games. So I kind of – I know that feeling of, like, they need an ace, they need at least two or three guys to get them through these games. But I don't know. This is the new era of baseball, and I've seen it work before, especially when you have an offense that knows – we're going to have to score because we can't count on anybody to shut the lights out. Well, uh, real quick before Cappy jumps in, the Kansas City Royals yeah. won the World Series that way. Yeah. Not that long ago, 2015. Yeah. I mean, uh, you have to have really good bullpen arms, and they have, you have to have a lot of depth there. The have to carry an extra pitcher and yada, yada, yada. But it can be done. You just have to set the expectations the right way. I think that Bobby Miller would start your first game in the playoffs. I think Lance Lynn probably would start your second game in the playoffs. Emmett Sheehan might start your third game in the playoffs. And then it's Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. They got a pitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I bet Mookie Betts could pitch. Oh, I bet you he could, too. I bet you Mookie would walk into Dave's office and go, look, you didn't want me playing second base when I showed you I could play second base? Hey, I played shortstop for you. I need to pitch. I mean, I think he he can line up and catch passes from Matthew Stafford. Like, I, I think how good an athlete I think Mookie Betts is. Yeah, he could line up in the slot. I think you're right. Yeah. Momo, during Radio Tinder, uh, young Tyler asked us about the Jared Vanderbilt signing. I like it. Um, you know, four years, 48 for a 24-year-old. I think he still yeah. can get better, uh, particularly from yeah. a shooting perspective, and I think that's something that we've seen guys can develop later in their career. Um, he can play defense really well. He's a good, decent passer. Um I, I like the signing. I think the Lakers have done a nice job this offseason. Here, here's the thing. Like, I don't like to say things like this because then you come across as a homer, but I was on the low post today with Zach Lowe, and we were talking about the Lakers, and, like, every single thing that they've done lately is, like, exactly what you would want to do with this new CBA. All they're doing is signing. They're doing good team-friendly contracts to young guys where if they want to keep them to continue to build around the two stars, because that's how you have to do it now with this new CBA. You got to have some role players around the stars. This is, this is exactly how you do it. Like Rob Palenka and his staff are nailing it. And if they get a little itchy, you know, if at some point things get a little itchy and there's some disgruntled star out there or the Milwaukee Bucks or Sixers decide, you know what? We can't take a chance with Joel Embiid, or we can't take a chance with Giannis. Now, all of a sudden, you have some attractive young players that are on team-friendly deals to make up for your lack of draft picks. Like, this is – I mean, they're, they're doing it right. And so, you know, $12 million contracts are going to be hard to come by in the new CBA. You're either going to be a max guy or a minimum guy, or uh, there'll be one mid-level guy on, on every team, and that's it. There's almost no middle class anymore. So – 
the fact that the Lakers have a bunch of them now is is really a, a testament to how well they've been constructed. Yeah, I was saying that earlier, Momo. I'm 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 not saying that uh, you, you know, said exactly that. Well, no, you did not. You know, what, I, what I said was... <laughs> I'm glad that, you called him out on that. Thank you. Well, what did I say? I said, I, what I was saying was, it's a tradable contract. <laughs> no, you said that part, but not exactly what she just laid no, no, out for you what, with what, the Giannis what, thing and this, that, and the other. Well, you know what? I didn't get to the Giannis part of it, but Andy brought this up yesterday. AK. That, that, right. That, now, is he, the funny, no, is he the funny one? He's the funny one. He's the funny one. Brian, yeah, Brian is the, he's, definitely he's, the more athletic, athletic one. one. Yeah, and by yeah, the way, yeah. shout out to yeah. Andy Kamenetsky. You guys will appreciate this. You ready? Andy's daughter's in yeah. seventh grade. She's trying to make the volleyball team, but the volleyball team is made up okay. of like seventh and eighth graders. So they made these cuts. They got down to like 18 girls, but they could only keep like 12 on the team, and it was getting super hard, and the coach kept extending the cuts and kept extending, and finally, 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 he made the final cuts today. And, oh, thank God, Andy's seventh grader made the team, man. Nice. Because that's pressure on the kid. That's pressure on the family. But what he was saying yesterday was that that eventually, if Giannis is really uh, somebody who wants to get out of Milwaukee and if the Lakers might ever get into that conversation, guys like Vanderbilt and guys like Austin Reeves and others might all be tradable contracts to get a guy like Giannis. Right. These are the kind of contracts that everybody's looking for. The fact that the Lakers went out and got those guys last year at the trade deadline for basically cap space. Like, they didn't really give up much to get any of these players. They just took on people, other people's money. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable because in this day and era, it's, you know, like, every team, you just watch over the next year how many teams are going to be unloading really good players to get under that second apron. Yeah. And the Lakers were able to bring in all these guys, not go over the second apron, and – have a better team. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the only signing I'm not like super like stoked on, although I I like the the financial value is Christian Wood, just because I don't I don't think he's a winning player. I know. So if but listen, if you can't be that guy with LeBron and AD, but particularly LeBron because he's the one who'll be getting him the ball, um, then yeah, it's just never going to work for you moving forward again. You know. I think he's also a guy like it's it's like Dwight Howard a couple years ago. If it doesn't work out, then just cut him. I mean, he's, yeah. he's on a minimum deal. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to hurt them that much if it's not working out. And yeah. he's, he's on the team for the 20 games that Anthony Davis probably right. misses this year. Right, for sure. The ones Cappy's you know? going to drive Cappy, and, Cappy insane, you know? You guys want you want to talk pesto sauce, but I know a lot about pesto sauce. That's why yeah. I, I Are you going to be in the car for a little longer? Because we got a break here in a uh, second. Yeah, I'm almost there. We're going to we're going to Rosh Hashanah. I'll tell you really fast. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know what? Well, green, how about this? How about this? Yeah. Pesto. Yeah. On hold next time. Rain check on pesto then. Dude, yes, pesto on yes. Hollis sounds amazing. Oh, no, no. Hollis got to be sweet. Pesto's a little. I know, I know. I don't know. You're mixing a little Argentinian Jimmy Cherry sauce with the yeah. Jewish challah bread. I don't know if that's yeah. like those. Yeah. Anyway. Right, well, we'll have well, a listen, very happy I, and healthy I, New Year. I, I, I know plenty of Argentine. I, I know plenty of Argentine Jews. I'm not even joking about that. Like, I, I know them from oh, yeah, when I yeah, grew up. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So, yeah. yeah uh, they put the chimichurri pesto sauce on there. I, like I will a, ask. Chimichurri is a variation of pesto. It's like yeah. a spicy pesto. Uh, uh, Shana uh, Tova. Uh, yeah, Lashana Tova to you, Momo. So. You too. <laughs> All right. See ya. There she is, Momo. All right, we got a break. Coming up next, Cappy. Let's get into it. Big expectations for the young Rams. We'll get to that next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.